Hello? Can you hear me? Hi, and welcome to Charlotte Dunes Lagoon. This is the audio podcast companion to charlottedune.substack.com. You can read the print version of these episodes on that site. Today, I want to talk about the literary device known as a ticking clock. This is a device that functions in fiction in real life, and it can be added or removed to both. As the countdown to my own book launch ticks on, only 15 hours left till the release of Acid Christmas, my new novel, I find myself thinking about the concept of the ticking clock, especially in literature. This is a literary device that amps up the tension in stories and also marks time. It's like an alarm waiting to go off in the characters' minds and in the reader's mind. These clocks can be very obvious, like a literal bomb ticking, or an impending date, or an important deadline approaching, or they can be more subtle or metaphorical, like a pregnant woman or a beloved plant dying day by day in the corner because the main character is trapped and can't get home to water the plant. Ticking clocks can motivate characters to succeed or throw them into a deep depression. I'm not sure who first coined the term, but one of the earliest examples of a ticking clock is a literary device in Romeo and Juliet by Shakespeare. This ticking clock is Juliet's impending marriage to Paul Rudd, I mean, Count Paris. (laughs) It creates a sense of urgency that rushes the star-crossed lovers along in their death spiral. Now, I wasn't thinking about ticking clocks in these terms when I first started writing fiction, though my first released book, Cactus Friends, does have one. The ticking clock in Cactus Friends is Simone's failing kidney. And in my second novel, Mushroom Honeymoon, there's also a ticking clock. I'd say the ticking clock is a mushroom ceremony at Bankama's house, which the main character, Simone, is quite worried about because he is... Well, I don't want to spoil the book, but there's reasons he's worried about it. So it does serve as a heightened, heightened pressure on the character. However, midway through writing Acid Christmas, I really started to learn what ticking clocks meant in literature. I read a very short piece by Chuck Palahniuk, where he described a rotting head of lettuce as a ticking clock and how heads of lettuce actually take quite a while to totally rot, even if you leave them out on the counter. So this idea gave me a new idea for my own novel, and I went back in and added a third, more disgusting, more subtle clock to my new book, Acid Christmas, which I've had about 30 people read the novel already in advanced copies of it, and nearly every reader commented on it, so I know it's working. It's my favorite clock in the book. This third clock was quite a lot of work to weave in, though, because the book was basically entirely written when I added it. I was in the final editing stages, so it did take a lot of time, and it was part of the reason that I delayed the book from being released. So, wait, I talked about it's the third clock? What about the first two clocks? Well, the first clock in the novel is Christmas itself, and the main character, Candy Burns' desire to get home for Christmas as well as to be home for her late husband Jasper's postponed life celebration. The second clock in the character, it belongs to our secondary main character, Gretchen Green, and she is trying to get home to see her brother, who is hospitalized and may die before she can fly out. 
I'm not going to share the third clock yet because I don't want to spoil the book for you. <laughs> and it is like a reveal. But if you read it, please let me know by email or a comment on my Substack or on this podcast what you think the third hidden clock was. And I'll give you a hint. It involves feet. Yes, feet. <laughs> um, and like in literature, clocks work in real life. And this is part of the reason why we understand them in books. So ticking clocks in literature work because we all have clocks in our own lives that motivate us to change our behavior, to reach harder for certain goals, to avoid certain things. And characters are like humans, or they should be. So that is why we intuitively relate to facing ticking clocks. We understand their urgency. And after all, one clock rules us all, and that is the human lifespan. You might also argue the cliche, death and taxes, and the tax date would be another clock that rules us. Plus, just like in literature, we can add a clock to our life to motivate us. We might mark a calendar, feed a virtual tree, or buy a course that will expire if we don't use it by a certain date. Or when things get to be too much, we can sometimes turn off the clock. We can just take it out to the sidewalk with the rest of the trash and leave it for the waste management to take away. Not always, but sometimes. So I want to ask you now, is there a clock that you need to add to your own life? Or is there a clock you need to turn off to remove? Also, have you noticed any clocks in books or movies you've watched recently? Let me know what they were. And as a reminder, if you're a paid member of my Substack, Charlotte Dunes Lagoon, a Viper, as I call my paid members, don't forget to complete the address form that I emailed last week so that the Acid Christmas Elves can send you your swag bag and signed paperback. And if you enjoyed this and want more, please check out Acid Christmas on Goodreads. There's some pretty awesome advanced reviews already. Or another related um, piece to this one is my personal essay on my granddaddy's ticking clock, his grandfather's clock that I needed to take care of. And that essay is really about memory and also about the human lifespan. Um, And also, you can also read my review, or it's not really a review, but my experience of the insanely wild Chuck Palahniuk kangaroo book rave that I went to in Miami. So that's all for now. I am just so excited about the release of Acid Christmas. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. And I will be offering it at the lowest price of the year tomorrow, November 15th through the end of the week. So if you want it for the lowest price, the paperback comes out tomorrow. You can grab it from Amazon and everywhere else that books are sold. All right. Ciao.